Welcome to the Trust Your Gut Podcast. I'm your host, Demi Fair. Here we dive into the world of the mind-body connection, exploring the gut-brain axis, microbiome, and nervous system while harnessing the power of intuition and connection to spirit. If you struggle with chronic digestive and mental stress and are tired of trying just one more diet or supplement to address your symptoms, then this is the place for you. Join me as we learn from the world of science and medicine, but also from nature, our own inner knowing, and personal stories. Thank you for tuning in, and now it's time to trust your gut. Hello and welcome back to the Trust Your Gut podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Before we get into the show today, I just want to make an official announcement that the Gut Brain Healing Toolkit, which is my live group program, is going to be starting on March 1st. That is in just a couple short weeks. Uh, The recording of this episode is on February 7th. And if you're interested in having a program that is going to walk you through everything, gut-brain connection, microbiome, nervous system regulation, and processing chronic and traumatic stress, all the most important components for dealing with chronic gut-brain symptoms, you might want to check out this program. Not only will you have opportunity to work one-on-one with me, but you will be supported by a community of people going through many of the same things you're going through. I really envision creating a space for a really supportive community, and that brings in such an important piece to healing. We need to heal in connection and in community and in co-regulation, especially when we work with any aspects of trauma. So uh, go ahead and pop down to the show notes to find the link that will take you to the page all about the program. Or I have a podcast episode called The Missing Piece to Healing Your Chronic Gut Brain Symptoms. And that is all about this program and really the whole idea behind it and how it was formed. And if you pop down to the link below in the show notes, you can get on the wait list. I am going to be offering a special price and additional uh, one-on-one session with me to those on the wait list next week. Uh, And then everyone else will be still getting 50% off for this first round. So if you're listening to this uh, before March 1st, that is what we are doing, and I encourage you to check it out if you're at all interested. All right, so I'm going to get into the topic of today, and this is something that, um, I don't know, I guess I've been reflecting on a little bit lately and made um, some content around, and it felt like a good thing to bring onto the podcast and be able to talk about in a little more detail and depth. And I think this is something that is really common for a lot of people, and I know that it's a big part of what I talk about. Um, This topic 
is interwoven and many of the things I shared today are already interwoven in a lot of my podcast episodes and content already and in my story of my own journey with gut brain healing. But I wanted to just really put it into this one episode, kind of laid out all clearly. So this is the idea of when healthy habits go wrong. So many of you who tune in to this podcast, you are exploring the world of health and wellness in some way. A lot of people who end up working with me as clients already are pretty tuned in to healthy diets and nutrition and often have some level of a movement practice or yoga or meditation, Um, maybe have done some gut healing modalities in the past, already have seen different practitioners, etc., So I think this might be something that really resonates with a lot of you. There's also just the general health knowledge that we're taught uh, in the different cultures that we grow up in. So I'm going to be speaking to Western cultures, specifically that in the United States. Um, And so I think many of you who also share that culture will resonate with some of these things that I share. So I'm going to list out, uh, I think, about seven things particularly that I did during this long journey of dealing with gut issues that I thought were, you know, a healthy thing. And in many ways, they are all healthy things, but they were actually making my gut issues worse. So the first one, I've talked about this recently, it was a lot of exercise. So there's an episode around the truth about gut health and exercise. So I've told my story a little bit there. I won't go too deep into it now, but it's that general idea of like we're all told exercise is good for you. And I think that there is this subculture of really like pushing hard and being an athlete, whether that's like in CrossFit or, you know, I'm involved in a lot of like outdoor activities. And I think what happened for me is I went from, you know, high school age where I was more obsessed with being skinny and then I wanted to be strong and I got into this like oh I want to be fit and I want to be strong and I was I was working at Lululemon when I was 19 I remember um some of my coworkers were like figure models or you know uh the the female bodybuilding but not quite bodybuilding um thing uh just the super dialed macronutrients and clean eating and and fitness regimens and You know, that was something that I felt like I was kind of around a lot and there was something to like, you know, going and and pushing your body often and exercising a lot. And so I already developed kind of a negative habit around exercise when I was doing it out of like the desire to be thin and I think as a way to like 
kind of balance out all the bloating I had and all the like horrible feelings I had in my gut, but also a lot of stuff that was going on within my nervous system and from trauma that I hadn't worked through. It was like a way I was kind of being in control of everything. So that was kind of already there. And then I got a little bit more into the like, I'm going to be strong. And it, it was still like a coping mechanism for me in many ways, exercise. But I saw it as something that made me feel good. It's a really healthy thing. You know, being strong and able to do all the activities I could do and maybe have that figure, um, it all seemed like a really positive thing. But I would continually go to more like high intensity things and or maybe strength training, but do it in kind of a more intense way. And I was doing all this exercise that wasn't appropriate for my gut. It was putting way more stress on my body and my gut. So that was one of the healthy habits I had that went wrong for my digestive health, but also my mental health. Um, And again, I share about this more in that other episode, but it was still in a way this healthy habit kind of went wrong because it was still a way that I was trying to be in control and um, kind of cope with things that maybe I wasn't looking at. So that is something I'm really aware of now um, that maybe in the past I didn't recognize. Um, There was like anxiety-fueled need to exercise and have that make me feel like okay um just a big part of my my flight response in my nervous system the second thing was that um i cut out all carbohydrates and fruits and sugars at different times so I did that initially to starve candida because candida was found on multiple stool tests that I had and that has been kind of the recommendation, starve out candida. If you're not familiar with candida, it's a yeast that lives in our intestines um, that is naturally there, but sometimes it can overgrow and yeast loves to feed on sugar. So the idea is that you got to cut out all the sugars, but not just the sugars, it's also fruit. You can't have even fruit sugar and natural sugar and even carbohydrates because, you know, sweet potatoes have sugar or carrots. Um, I think I was even avoiding during that time. And um, I did that. And then I also got a little bit into the world of keto for a bit, um, mostly because I was afraid, I got afraid of carbohydrates and how they might impact my gut, and I had impacts of, you know, having less bloating and losing weight when I had cut out carbohydrates, whether that was for candida or because I, you know, stopped eating grains for a while and focused just on starchy vegetables, but I didn't want, you know, didn't want to eat too much. There's so much there. And um, I thought that this was a good thing 
but it turns out that we really need carbohydrates, especially if you're exercising a lot. So you can see how these two things combined together started to lead to pretty negative outcomes. And we also need sugar and we also need fruit. And, you know, in general, I don't eat a whole lot of fruit. And I have particular types of carbs that I like more than others. But I was doing that thinking that that was the right thing to do to starve candida um, or that it was the right thing to do for my gut so I wouldn't like feed, you know, the dysbiotic bad bacteria. Um, Same thing with FODMAPs, you know, that I cut out a lot of FODMAPs for a long time. And that ends up leading to really missing out on some important things, especially getting carbohydrates. Uh, So that was a a healthy habit because, you know, I think keto is very praised and it works for people with certain things that they have going on. And it might have its place depending on what's going on in your health and if you're being supported by a practitioner. But just doing that in my case Uh, was not supportive. The third point, which I'm already kind of talking about, is being hyper-focused on eating a super clean diet. So again, it's this like touted as this healthy thing to eat super clean. And um, I know that when you struggle with gut health like I did and you have symptoms and you're not totally sure if there's a certain food that's making them flare, you know, you can kind of get a little too hyper-focused on eating clean and that's when food fears come up like fear of carbohydrates or fear of certain things like fearing onions or garlic because you cut those out to be low FODMAP for a while. So that hyper-focus on eating a super clean diet I mean, really how that's a healthy habit gone wrong is how it impacted me mentally. It just fueled that need to be in control. It fueled anxiety. It fueled obsessive compulsive thinking. And it's a stressful thing when there's so much focus on that. And like, that's great if that feels natural and sustainable. Like that's how eating feels like for me now. I eat a very healthy, clean diet, but it's because it's natural for me and sustainable. But I don't stress if I eat like something not so healthy or clean or something outside of, you know, what I normally eat. And maybe in the past it caused me issues or I know it might, but I think I can deal with it. All that hyper focus just really kept fueling that Um, control and anxiety around food and my body and my gut issues, which is not going to be helpful because we know chronic stress is one of the worst things for our gut health and our gut brain health. And so this was a source of chronic stress for me, was hyper-focusing on my diet, along with cutting out carbohydrates, along with a lot of exercise. A fourth thing that I did that is touted as healthy is uh, eradication supplement protocols, right? So if you find that you have dysbiosis or SIBO or candida, there's different herbal antimicrobials, antibacterials, antifungals that you can take to eradicate these things. But 
in my years of being my own (laughs) practitioner before I was even trained, (laughs) um, just from, you know, Google and podcasts or whatever, I would just like, you know, take these stool tests and maybe the doctor who did it for me would tell me one thing to do, but then I would want to go deeper and find out more. And I'm grateful for that all now because it provides me with a lot of knowledge I now currently have. But I would do these eradication supplement protocols without a clear plan and didn't really know exactly which ones to take and why, but it was like the thing to do to get rid of, you know, those overgrowths in my gut. And it wasn't, you know, again, it's like, okay, that's a quote unquote good thing to do when you find out you have X, Y, and Z. But there needs to be a clear plan to it. Like, what are you taking and why, for how long, in what dosage? And you need to make sure it's at the right timing because that can be a stress on the gut to go through an eradication protocol. And there's different things that we need to consider given other symptoms or other findings and tests that might tell us it's not the right time to do this. We actually need to nourish first, maybe nourish the gut lining. Maybe there's some adjustments with the diet. Maybe like our body needs to be um, more resilient to stress and we need to work on our nervous system first instead of bringing in this like kind of harsh eradication protocol for the gut. So that was something that didn't really serve me at a lot of times. The fifth point kind of in line with that is hyper-focus on supplement protocols. I would do certain supplement protocols, again, that I found through all my research that, you know, maybe helped for a bit. And then I think, oh, I don't know, things aren't totally right. I need to do something else and kind of do more research and come across maybe a different supplement that what seemed like, oh, that must be the answer now, but of course it wasn't. <laughs> um, and that's not to say I haven't found certain supplements that um, have been really helpful for me and have played a really important role that I still utilize today. But again, this was just like putting so much energy towards like, well, maybe this supplement protocol will fix everything, heal everything, will be the right thing to do. And with that, there's kind of an added level of stress too and control, Um, needing to make sure I'm doing this protocol right. And it's like a distraction from maybe looking at some of the other things that were going on with my stress or my lifestyle that actually would have been a more important thing to focus on. So, you know, supplements are touted as very healthy things, uh, but there's a lot that goes into that. You know, what's the quality of the supplement? What are you taking it for? And do you know how long to take it for? And Is it the right thing for you right now, given what's going on in your gut or in your symptoms or in your body? And that is something I'm much more tuned into now 
But in the past, I wasn't so much. And so I'd just be depending on a, a lot of different supplements. Along that same line, the next point is taking probiotics or prebiotics, which I have an episode that dives into this a little bit more. But uh, when it comes to gut health, I think this is one of the number one recommendations you'll see if you Google like how to improve my gut health. You know, take a probiotic supplement and then it's Oh, but you also need to take a prebiotic supplement because this is what the gut bugs eat. Well, again, this comes down to what's the quality of that probiotic and what are the strains in that probiotic? Because that is going to matter. And how well tested is this probiotic? There's a lot of crap probiotics out there on the market that are really just a waste of money. And again... A probiotic, prebiotic isn't a solve-all thing. It's a nice supplement to all the other wonderful things that you're doing with your nutrition, your lifestyle, and your nervous system. So taking the probiotics, I've had um, overgrowth of the beneficial bacteria in my gut. And so taking probiotics, I might have been adding more to that overgrowth that was already there. Um, I have probably taken some probiotics that maybe even weren't the right thing for me. They could have made things worse. Same with prebiotics. Prebiotics are food for your gut bacteria. So if you have dysbiosis, you might find that they may make you not feel so good. They might even aggravate your symptoms, especially when it comes to like gas and bloating, you know, causing fermenting in the stool. And a lot of prebiotic supplements are unnecessary. I really recommend getting prebiotics from food sources. So taking these things without really knowing what was going on in my gut or why I was taking them or what type of probiotic or prebiotic I needed, like maybe taking those things like could have aggravated my symptoms for a little bit. So a very like gut health gut healthy touted recommendation um, that may not be serving and can go wrong. All right, the next one, and I believe the last one, is just in general (laughs) stressing about everything I was or wasn't doing and feeling like I maybe wasn't doing things right. So this kind of goes with everything I've already shared, right? Like stressing about what I was eating. Was I eating the wrong thing? Did I eat something I was reacting to? Was I eating the right things? Am I taking the right supplements? Should I cut out certain foods? Am I getting the right like protocols? Am I getting enough exercise? Um, Maybe I need to do more research. Is that like constant like needing to find out more information, which honestly just feels overwhelming. And that stress about all of those things just created more anxiety, which contributed to my already existing anxiety and created this vicious negative feedback loop. So, That was um, not helpful and 
Is that a healthy habit? It's not necessarily a healthy habit to stress about everything I was or wasn't doing right, but if I were to describe it then, it was just me being really health conscious, but truly underneath that, I was like stressing about everything. And again, it comes back to that, like trying to eat super clean or take like the right supplements or do this thing and cut this thing out. There's a balance, right? Like we're trying to really get to know our body and our gut and our microbiome and our nervous system. We're trying to understand how all these things work together and what our body needs, what our gut needs, what our nervous system needs and to nourish it with the right kinds of foods that feel good to our body, with the right kinds of movements and activities and lifestyle factors and maybe the right kinds of supplements. And that takes some time to understand and it does take some trial and error. But you know, we don't want to be constantly stressing about all of that or constantly stressing about our gut all day long because we know that that stress in our mind is going to directly impact our gut and our gut brain. So we're just constantly dancing this dance between, you know, being able to just kind of let go and let things just kind of be, be able to like accept to like, okay, I'm having a bit of this symptom. Like honestly, right now, as I'm recording this episode, my gut hurts and I know exactly why it hurts because I did way too much today. I was way too rushed. I ate really fast. I was really stressed out when I was eating. Yes, this is things I talk about all the time not to do, but I'm a human. Am I going to sit here and beat myself up about it? No. I'm not. I'm going to, after I finish this episode, I'm going to go lay down and just relax and know that tomorrow is going to be a new day. You know, like, I know that's not easy to achieve. It took me a long, long time to get here. And like all these things I shared are all these mistakes I made along the way, which were actually really important mistakes for me to make. And the whole point of me having this podcast and creating the content I do and offering my program and one-on-one work is trying to help people maybe not make as many mistakes or take as long to get to, um, you know, their equivalent of a place that I'm at now of like that more acceptance and understanding and connection to the body and the trusting of everything that's going on and really understanding why it's happening. Not that I know everything about my body or why it's happening, but It is definitely a deeper level of awareness than I've ever had, and I hope that continues to grow. It's a pretty long process. So, you know, we're just trying to find that nice medium place where we're like aware and we're tuned in and we're conscious of our body and our health and our needs, but we're also able to have some relaxation around it. And be really kind and compassionate to ourselves in the process. That's really, really, really essential. So, all these learnings, they're really important. And I'm sure you have a lot of your own things that you can make a list of. Like, oh yeah, 
that thing that I did or that, you know, it might be a certain type of diet or a certain protocol that you did or certain things that were helpful for you. Like it can even be uh, meditation or breath work. I recently made some content about that explaining how meditation practices may not be right for us or certain breathwork patterns may not be right for us given what's going on in our nervous system that they could actually make us feel more anxious right um so it's always a process of learning and if you want to share any of your own healthy habits gone wrong with me please reach out One of the best ways to do so is through the DMs on Instagram and just, I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear um, what you feel like you have learned along the way that maybe wasn't serving you well, that is a quote-unquote healthy habit or any mistakes you felt like you've made along the way. Um, Of course, if you have any questions too, if this brings up any questions, please reach out and ask me. I would love to hear from you. And as you all know, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, um, the number one thing that helped me, right, went through all these different things that, I mean, really are pretty common recommendations. You know, you might be told to take certain supplements or different supplement protocols or different ways of eating to deal with your gut health. And the number one thing that has totally changed the game for me with my gut health was learning about my nervous system and how my personal nervous system operates and what it feels like in its different states and understanding why it's been in the kind of responses it's been in all my life and how to work with that like the tools that help me the most and then doing deeper work in processing chronic and traumatic stress that has hands down been the most helpful thing and of course getting tuned into a diet that's right for me and supporting my body through so many different aspects of nutrition and lifestyle have also been essential and my spiritual journey and time and nature and so many other things. It's not going to only ever be just one thing, but if I'm thinking about what has really moved the needle the most, it comes down to the nervous system and that is why I talk about that over and over and over again. Anyways, I'm going to leave it there for today. Thanks so much for tuning into this little bit of a sporadic episode. It feels like all over the place, but um. Honestly, that's kind of what that whole experience felt like for me of everything I just shared and what I went through for so long. It just felt so erratic and all over the place, like not really knowing what was going to help and kind of like, oh, just trying to find the thing. So maybe it's the perfect type of energy to be delivering this episode with. Thanks again for tuning in. I hope you have a regulated and resilient day. Before you go, I just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in. 
If you enjoy this show, please subscribe, leave a rating or review, and share it. That helps it reach others who will benefit from this information. So much gratitude for you. Have a beautiful day.